ever gotten an evaluation feedback uh, form back and you're like, oh, I'm so good. Look at these all five, 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 five. I'm so amazing. And then a two. <laughs> you're like, huh. So I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And my tip today is about evaluation sheets and how you take that in and how you use that. So number one, when you get the one or the two and it's an anomaly and somebody didn't like something, I learned from Doug McCallum years ago, take out the top, take out the bottom. And what's in the middle is really what's left is kind of your guide as you will because somebody's going to love you 10 plus 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 five isn't enough and someone's going to be like yeah wah, wah, wah. well if you take those out you're going to just see the reality so what i tell my team is i'm sorry you got a two or a three or whatever it is i said but out of 45 people only one said that so you're still at like a 98 percent which is an a so let's not worry about this. It's not like you're doing this every time. It really just helps us to kind of uh, take a deep breath. So here are a few things. I'm not going to expound on them all because I want you to have these. Number one, introduce the session in an interesting way. How are you going in and starting your session virtually or face-to-face? -face? Is, it, is it interesting? Can you explain learning objectives? Now, you don't want to explain them all, but which ones are you selecting to share with people? On a scale of one to five, you're, you're judging yourself five being high. How are you doing so far? Next is previewing uh, what's about to occur. Are you good at looking around the room, seeing what's happening, and looking ahead to what's coming next, discussing the new topics, theories, and doing that in a clear way. So if there's change management pieces, are you able to discuss them in a clear way so people understand the differences? Five, four, three, two, one. Are you five on that? Four, maybe three. Providing an activity to learn that new material. Okay, so you've made the change. You have that new concept theory. You've delivered it in a clear way. Now we're going to provide activity of, you know, helping them learn or discover or apply that new theory into an actual skill. Now, the next one is giving positive and corrective feedback. Making sure that you're able to give feedback is important. And I don't mean nicey-nice. Oh my word, your presentation was so wonderful. You you moved perfectly. You have a beautiful voice. And, you know, the only thing I see to work on is just, you know, I think you're so wonderful. That is not what we're looking for. We need clear and concise feedback. Hey, you did this great. Nice sandwich, right? This was great. Here's one thing I could see for you to work on. And oh, by the way, this was great as well. So the nice sandwich. How good are you at giving feedback? Meaningful, clear questions. We talked a little bit about that on a previous podcast. The question behind the question. Do you have them written out in advance? Are you ready to share them? Nine, providing clear, responsive answers to questions. I also say, instead of saying what questions are there, I always say what may clarify. And that oftentimes takes the onus off of them. Like, oh, good. I, it's not that I did something wrong. She's just asking for clarification. That makes me feel a little bit better. So that is number nine. Number 10 is use humor effectively. We want to use humor not in that... Oh, knock, knock. Who's there? We don't want to do that. 
We want to use natural humor, get the group laughing, enjoying, and things just go by so much faster. And part of why it goes so much faster is number 11, how well do you keep participants active and involved? Scale one to 10, one to five, just kidding. Um, Keeping participants active and involved, are you getting them engaged in the classroom every 10 minutes or every five minutes on a webinar? Number 12, using language examples, analogies, metaphors that are clear. If they're too jumbled, have too many steps and words, it, it takes away from that analogy or that example. So we want to be quick and sweet. Number 13, organizing the learning into a logical um, sequence. My sister is so good at this. Sarah has helped me many, many, many times when I write my books, she's like, this goes here, this goes, this chunk of content doesn't belong there because I'm really good at the overarching and she's really good at looking at the details. Do you have that person in your life? That was a great person to have. So these are, um, these, oh yeah, these are all of the things. These 13 things are all happening before you actually hit the classroom. We're going to do another podcast on what about during the class, what am I doing then, and how can I evaluate myself, five being high and one being low. Thanks for tuning in. This is Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. We will give you another creative training technique tip next week. See you later.